Hey everybody, this is Nick, and real quick, we've been talking about journaling here on the podcast, and you can now get the brand new Full Focus Journal right now at fullfocusstore.com, and if that weren't enough, you can also get the brand new Black Executive Pocket Planner. People have been asking for it, and now it's there. Those are both at fullfocusstore.com. Go check it out. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. What is up, Verbs? And also, Courtney, how are you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's good. It's good? Yeah, it is. You're not in your closet right now. I'm not. I um, begged to start recording back in my office. Um, not Power that I don't play. love the the closet and you know setting up a whole podcast studio down there and sitting in an uncomfortable chair while I'm eight months pregnant. But you know, it kind of was wearing on me just a little bit. So um, it's yeah, nice to be not surrounded by my clothes for a hot second. Uh, Verbs, how are you doing? You know what? I'm doing great, Courtney. Thank you for asking. Um, you know, luckily enough, we we did stock up on some toilet paper, so we haven't felt <laughs> any of those woes recently. Although I will say, if you have, I think I've said this before on another episode, if you do have younger children, um, it would be wise to stick with two-ply toilet paper. We may not need to talk about toilet paper and scarcity of toilet paper. We may start the whole thing, the whole scarcity mindset right. about toilet paper again, guys. Yes. I mean... So yeah, moving along. That's, that's next along. week's episode, right? Is a, is a mainly toiletry yes. uh, oriented podcast no, next no. week. Tune in. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a happy Monday. What are we talking about this week, though? What's on the docket? Here's what we're talking about today is knowing why you should do something and actually doing it. That's really two different things, right? Last week we talked about journaling, but what would you say to the listeners who want to journal? just can't seem to get started. Well, I would say, and Verbs, I may be speaking for you too, um, <laughs> but, you know, depending on what not... you'll say next, Sorry, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out, um, <laughs> you know, you're not the first person that has thought, you know, journaling might be a good thing, but I just don't do it um, because I would say that would be me. And I actually, we started, the three of us started this kind of 30-day journaling experiment and kind of a challenge. And I had to say on my like initial recording of like where I was before we started was I had not been a journaler since I was a teenager. Um, So it kind of was a new thing. And again, I think I know how great it is. You know, I know that there's a lot of learning to be leveraged, but actually doing it had never been part of my daily life. Previously, you had just really been resonating with dashboard confessional lyrics and (laughs) writing about how those were applying to your love life. 
as a teen? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. No, I was Mm -hmm. not even cool enough for that. I mean, I think I said this, didn't I say this on the last episode, but I, I actually still have some of my, uh, teenage, uh, journals. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. (laughs) Hard redirect. Go find those. We are reading those aloud to the listeners. Oh my gosh. I actually could, um, go do that. Seriously. Um, I'm at, right. I'm pretty close to our attic and I could just, we should have that as a bonus. You know, when if Bonus someone content. buys one of our brand new journals from the Full Focus store, they can get <laughs> a transcript or an audio file of Courtney oh, reading her worse. journals. That would be great. But wait, but Courtney, would you would you have considered it journaling back then or was that more diary material? Yeah, I would have probably called it a diary, which I feel like is kind of part of the problem as adults that we kind of still have this like teenage view of journaling. It's like our, or at least for me, like my concept of journaling did not mature past my diary days. And again, I would be beyond embarrassed um, for anyone to read the very boring diary entries. (laughs) Um, And so I think that's kind of part of what this 30 days has been for me is like a maturing of what journaling is and what the benefits are for me. Now, Blake, I think we might have mentioned this previously as well, but you would fall into the category of a professional avid journaler. Is that is that a misstatement? I mean, I've won a I've won a few regional awards in the past. Nothing major. (laughs) If someone is having a hard time getting started journaling, I would say you just, your barrier is probably just too high. Your expectation of what it has to be is probably too high. It's almost like starting a meditation practice. People instantly go to, okay, I've got to learn how to cross my legs and levitate somehow in order to reach nirvana here. But the truth is, if you closed your eyes at your desk for 90 seconds and just breathed, you would feel much better if you just did that at the start of mm-hmm. every workday when you sat down on your desk. It's not next level meditation necessarily, but it's a practice and it sure. certainly is a start and you can get the benefits right away. So if you're having a hard time getting started with journaling, my advice is don't wait until you have a perfect plan, just lower the barrier, just start. Mm -hmm. And by lower the barrier, you know, it's like the old, I think this is a common example. Oh, if you want to work out in the morning, put out your clothes and untie your shoes and buy nice workout shoes and put them there and then it'll be interested. And certainly you can do something like that. If it's the journals on your bedside table or it's on your desk and it's open to the day and you just take five minutes, it's really such a simple thing to start because it's hard to do it wrong but it's so easy to get some benefits. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing I picked up on, and I probably am in the same, well, I am in the same boat as Courtney is, I feel like I haven't been a consistent journaler um, in my adult, quote unquote, adult years. But when I was younger, um, you know, I would always carry around a notebook with me. So most of the time, if I was writing in that notebook to capture some kind of thoughts, I was either jotting down, you know, song lyrics or, um, you know, during my devotional time, if I'm reading, I capture a thought on that notebook. But I feel like in the digital era where a lot of those thoughts went from writing on an analog piece of paper to capturing them digitally in a, in a phone or a smartphone, that I kind of lost that 
that consistency because it's like there's no sitting down and letting those thoughts pass through the pencil onto the paper sort of thing. So it just I became more casual with how I capture my thoughts. I was reminded of that during this last 30 days of this journaling experiment. So Mm -hmm. learning new things, but ready to learn more. So before we started this experiment, we pre-recorded some of our thoughts, and uh, let's listen to what Blake had to say. Blake here. My experiences with journaling have been very positive. I've been journaling on a regular or semi-regular basis uh, probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years maybe. Journaling by hand uh, has always been a struggle for me. I've tried to do it in various ways, like before I, I I get out of bed or before I go to sleep. And I've struggled with consistency when it comes to physical journaling. I think it's just because I, I don't particularly enjoy writing things down. If you know my story with the Full Focus Planner, you know I was very resistant to using the Full Focus Planner because I just don't enjoy the physical act of writing. <laughs> I love writing as a mental exercise, uh, but Physically writing has always been something that I, I don't enjoy doing, and I, I try to avoid paper when possible. However, the planner dramatically changed my life from a mental state perspective. And there's a lot of science behind why that is, why I started sleeping better. What this gives me the opportunity to do is build a little bit more structure, some consistency even things like this experience tracker that we've got there, that's kind of an interesting tool. I've never really done something like that intentionally. So I'm curious what the next 30 days will bring, and we'll see where it can fit in. So we'll see. I'll check back in with you in about a month. So overall, Blake, how did it go? How was your 30 days? I would say it was all right. These 30 days coincided with probably my busiest month of 2020 so far. So it was certainly a challenge as the name implied. And I definitely didn't write every single day. I was not perfect. I know that comes as a surprise to our listeners who previously thought (laughs) that I was, but it was definitely not perfect. I think the biggest win for me was getting a stronger habit at the end of my work days. So I realized that The best time for me to do a quick journal, and when I say quick, I mean typically less than 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. at the end of my workday to kind of cap off the day and allow me to feel just complete and powerful and grateful and and ready to move on, I would just write down in my journal at the end of every workday. And so while not every day worked out perfectly for me, on the whole, I definitely journaled more in the last 30 days than any time prior. That's awesome. So you mentioned consistency as well, but what does an average journaling, I, guess, I would say out of, out of the week, what's a normal journaling week to where you feel like, hey, I've maximized my journaling days and I feel good about it? Well, something that I had wanted to do, but took this challenge as an opportunity to double down on was building consistency, capturing specific ideas every workday. So journaling on the weekend, kind of free form, whatever comes to mind, brain dump, extended time. I would do that still pretty consistently. But what I did this time around, because 
like I said, I don't particularly love to write things down by hand because it's slow. I just made that barrier of entry as low as I could. So I would typically take time at the end of my workday before I left my office to write down, to do some journaling and just answer some questions about what I noticed during the day. Sometimes I would take a prompt that was given to me, but typically I'm just trying to capture something that I'm grateful for, something that I noticed during the day and a potential lesson that I could apply to the next day based on what I noticed from the current day. So I would say my consistency really, really improved over the last month. All right, Verb. So I'm turning it back on you. I want to hear your pre-challenge thoughts on recording and then listen to how this month went for you. All right. Captain's log, star date 9-14-2020. As we uh, begin this journey expedition. As far as journaling, though, I am definitely not a consistent uh, journaler uh, at this point in my life right now. And I guess there's many limiting beliefs that I could attach to that, but I think for the most part, um, I always see journaling as kind of an evening type of activity. And um, although I've had many of friends and family uh, you know, buy these blank journals uh, as a gift for me, whether it be birthday or Christmas or what have you, and they're very nice uh, books, um, it's just having a book of blank lines and pages just feels like it's, it's extra work. Uh, at the end of the evening to where I'm already trying to shut down. Um, and so, you know, in that in that regard, it just seems like extra thought work. And then, um, you know, at the tail end of the day where, like, at that point, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to call it a day and go to sleep. So I'm looking forward to this journal because I know in our last iteration of the journal, uh, we had prompts that kind of at least gives you things to answer versus trying to generate, you know, thoughts to, to spill onto the pages. And uh, I love those prompts because it, an easier process, um, you know, for me. So I'm looking forward to this, uh, using this journal, uh, the new iteration of the Full Focus Journal, and uh, we'll see how it goes. All right, Verbs. I, first of all, love how you um, <laughs> started off your recording because it actually did sound like a space log. Like, <laughs> you're right about that. Normal it did. verbs. What did you say? Vocal, but, or I think that's what Blake calls your voice. Um, so I am curious, how, how was it? Like just in general, after 30 days, like what were your takeaways from it? Yeah, in general, I thought it was good. Um, I did appreciate the process. As I mentioned, normally my best time to journal would be at the end of a day. But overall, the process, knowing that we were in the middle of the challenge, knowing that I wanted to write something down on the page at the end of the day, it made me just process the day differently. Um, so even earlier in the day, if there were things that happened, if there were moments that I wanted to take note of, well, I would kind of just, you know, put a little bookmark there in my mind and say, all right, this is something that I'm going to want to journal and write about later on. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, you know, getting through the first couple of days and really using those prompts that are provided on the page. Um, some of those, some of those prompts stay the same each day, which made me think about it the next morning. Hey, here's an item. So if I'm trying to ask the question, or what are some of my recent wins? Well, during that day, I'm trying to pay attention to what is a win versus just kind of blowing past a potential win or or just blowing past a win for yeah. the day, knowing that I want to log that down later. So it really forced me into the mindset of acknowledging and identifying and recording 
just parts of my day that I think I often miss, whether it be at work or, you know, here at home as a husband, as a dad. Uh, it forced me to slow down a little bit, knowing that I wanted to capture those, you know, on that page at the end of the day. Awesome. Well, Courtney, now I want to hear yours. <laughs> what did you this say be before all this? Let's run yeah. let's run the tape. Hey guys, um, it's Courtney here and I am sitting here with my full focus journal and I'm about to start journaling uh, every day for a little bit and well, hopefully for a lot of, a lot of bit uh, for a long time. Um, but, you know, up front, I kind of want to say I have not really ever journaled. My husband is an avid journaler. Um, we have books and books and books of um, his journaling. And I do really love when he will pull one out from several years ago and read what was happening on, you know, like this day, you know, three years ago. Um, it is really beautiful and, and fun to do that. So I do, that is my like limited experience. And I've kind of always felt like I should journal, but just frankly, guess I haven't. Um, so I'm really excited about this experiment and to kind of see what I take away. I feel like um, it's certainly an area of, of growth. And I'm interested to see if this tool helps with, you know, my own thinking and my own leadership. Okay. So did you get some help with your thinking and your leadership, Courtney? <laughs> How did it go? Yeah. You know, it was really interesting. I will say um, up front that I, at the end of it, found it very helpful. But it was at the beginning it took some like trial and error for me to figure out a way that would work for me. And part of that was figuring out the time of day that I was going to do this. And I think I defaulted to nighttime. Like that's just, I think in my head, that's like when you should journal. And frankly, guys, it did not work for me. Um, I think by the time I would get ready for bed, and it may be that I'm very pregnant, <laughs> but by the time I was like ready to shut down for the night, I like I just couldn't muster up the mental energy to put words on paper anymore. And so I found it really hard. Like I kind of had set that expectation. Um, where it really started to work for me, and I hope this is helpful for everybody listening. You know, if you've struggled with like trying to force it into like a certain spot, um, was actually making it part of my workday startup, and it it I don't know it was almost like a little a palate cleanser, but for my mind going into the workday, you know, it kind of was like okay, I'm gonna I wrote these things down, kind of what's been happening, and then moving forward. Um, I will say the other thing that I thought would be hard was the prompts. Like I kind of felt like I was going to think that I had to answer all the prompts. Um, and if you're familiar with the full focus journal in the previous iteration, it would have a question and then like a certain amount of lines um, to answer that question. The new journal just has like a list of questions on the left side. And so you can kind of pick and choose. And what I found is I would like start on the first question and then all of a sudden I would find I had like filled up the page. I don't know if y'all were like that. It was like just that little bit of like trigger got way more um, 
material from me than I would have thought. Um, and I think at the end of this, I kind of come away with, well, first of all, I should say the last 30 days have been challenging um, for me and for our country. And it's just, it's been like, you know, it's been a tough year. Uh, but I think especially the last 30 days have been tough for me. And what I have found is spending the time allowing myself to dive a little bit deeper into what's going on in my thinking has been hugely beneficial. Um, and I am really interested to see, you know, kind of the continued effect of that over time of, you know, especially when things are tough. You know, I feel like usually when things are challenging, probably journaling is like the first thing to go. And kind of what I'm experiencing is that actually it's one of those things that I probably need to cling to more when things are are difficult. Okay, guys. So I'm looking at our producer, Nick, and he's pulled out something very, very exciting for this next segment. We're going to hear some more about each of our own experiences with journaling and hopefully give you listening some inspiration to start the habit yourself. What Nick is wheeling out, and it looks, Nick, to be quite uh, heavy. I don't know if you got this directly from the set of The Price is Right, but I do know you have some connections to Drew Carey, <laughs> so I'm not surprised. Yes. Here it is. We've uh, rebranded this to be uh, the Wheel of Focus, and by spinning the Wheel of Focus, Nick will pull out a deeply relevant and insightful question, and each of us will have an opportunity to answer whatever the wheel chooses for us. Mm, mm, that's so good. I'm excited. Um, yes, Courtney. Hey, but before you spin the wheel, before you spin the wheel, I, I think we should go ahead and let people know that, you know, the three of us have gone on this challenge, kind of really um, experimenting with journaling. And again, we've all had different experiences, but we are actually going to be opening up a challenge for you all to be a part of. And we're going to have more information about that at the end of the show. Uh, but if you're like, oh, I actually would benefit. Because honestly, guys, I don't know if the three of us hadn't been doing this together. I don't know that I would have gotten that kickstart that I needed. Um, and so we kind of want to allow all of you that are listening to also have that. So we are going to be opening up a challenge for you all. So as we're answering these questions, you can kind of be thinking about is that something that you want to try out? Um, so this wasn't just for us. We're going to be doing this for, for you um, this month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the winner gets a free car, right? Exactly. It's just, yeah. It's actually a motorhome, guys. It's an RV. Oh, right. <laughs> In true Perfect. prices, right that's, form. Ooh, that's yes. Excellent. And, and, and all you to have Cancun. to know, all you have to know is the price of a bottle of Tylenol. Is it $327? <laughs> Or four sixty-three. You choose. Higher. You choose. And you Higher. journal about it. That's how that's how you do it. So all right, Nick. I would like to spin the wheel first for a thousand points. Uh, go ahead and give it a whirl for me. <laughs> okay, Blake, your question is. What caught you by surprise about journaling? Ooh, what caught me by surprise? 
So I think what caught me by surprise was how much I could learn during the week, how much I could learn just from noticing what was happening during my day. One of my favorite activities is the weekly preview because there's that after action review section where it says what worked, what didn't work. And sometimes it's honestly tricky to remember what actually happened, but I always get some good stuff out of it. When I was journaling, one of the biggest surprises was almost every day there was something where I realized, huh, why did I do that? Or, huh, why did so-and-so do that? And I had an opportunity to learn kind of a mini lesson. So that was kind of surprising. I, I didn't realize just how much gold there was to be harvested just from recounting what was happening in my day. All right, Verbs, you ready? I am. Just uh, give me some elbow room here while I spin this wheel. Okay, Verbs, your question is, describe journaling in just three words. Okay, uh, describe journaling in three words. Anticipate, process, record. Did I do that right? Those are the three things that I know that it, that it, um, that process helped me remember those three things. That way I was mentally prepared on or for journaling, which, you know, the time of day I did it was mostly in the evening time, but that would have, that's what I was trying to just keep in my head is, all right, I'm going to assess my day. I'm going to process it. And then I'll record it. All right, Courtney, can you spin the wheel? Yes. Uh, Nick, I, yeah, spin, spin away. Okay, Courtney, your question is, did you pay attention to anything differently because of your journaling practice? Yes. I I think for me, the big thing was I – this feels really deep here, but I would say in general, I am just like – plowing through the day a lot of times. And I I think what the practice of journaling helped me do was just to acknowledge some of the feelings and processing through some of the things that were happening. And honestly, just be a little more present with myself, you know, how I was feeling, you know, what was working, what wasn't working. Um, and I know we've talked a lot about this on this show, but, you know, I'm not great at celebrating wins, and that's something I have to work at. But the process of journaling actually made that a lot easier for me. Um, I think similar to verbs, um, it's kind of like when you know that you're going to be thinking about that later, you kind of mentally are able to bookmark it until that time comes. Um, And so what I found was, you know, I was a little more in tune with how I was, what my mindset was. And, you know, what, where I was winning, you know, with the things that I could actually take time to celebrate either me personally or the people around me or my team, you know, and so that, that was, uh, really helpful. Look at you with the scuba gear. (laughs) I love that. You got a daily scuba happening with your journal. You know, I, I feel like that is, it it helped me be a little more Blake-like. I will say that. And at the end of the day, (laughs) isn't that why we're all here? Exactly. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Quick round. Lightning round. Lightning okay, round. Okay, here I go, Nick. Okay, Blake. Where was your favorite spot to journal? Where was my favorite spot, like physically? Um, let's see. My favorite spot to journal is at my <laughs> no, desk. No, mentally. <laughs> well, you listen, you're asking Spiritually. Uh, a, a moody for, I think my favorite spot is when I could go to my childhood. <laughs> the wounds of just not being Sorry. able to run fast or yeah. jump as high. We're laughing, but this could be an actual... <laughs> I know it's could actual. be actual uh, vulnerable spot, but go ahead. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna just turn it back around. Favorite spot to journal for me is at my desk in my office, and the reason is because when I would journal at home, I just felt like there was oftentimes some distractions, or I'd get pulled away. I'd be more likely. It's almost like when I'm at my desk in my office and I am wanting to end my work day, journaling there was helpful because it slowed down my brain and helped me unplug and do some rejuvenation actually before I shifted gears and shifted my context and went back home. All right, Verbs, you ready? I'm ready. What time of day did you usually journal and on average, how long did it take? Yep. So for me, uh, my uh, let me say this. I actually didn't even think about trying to switch the time of day like Courtney did, which now that she mentioned that, that would have been a spectacular, spectacular idea. But I actually ended up journaling more in the evening um, just because I thought, you know, I had a chance to kind of think through those prompts. And I figured by the, at least by the end of the day, I'd have something to write about. So um, and that's when they were still kind of those thoughts were still kind of fresh in my mind. So I chose the evening. So really, it would probably take me about ten minutes at the end of the at the end of the day to uh, to jot down some of those thoughts in the in the journal. Okay, Courtney, you ready? Okay. Yep. Spin away. What would be your biggest tip for a first time journaler? Yeah. Well, I think it would be you know find what works for you. You know when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it. I think kind of experimenting with some options. I think really trying to look outside of what you would typically think of as like when and how you journal. And for me, again, I mentioned this earlier, but um, putting it as part of my workday startup routine was really helpful. And it literally took me, you know, 10 minutes. It was not, I think in my head, I think when I think of journaling, I think it's like a longer process. It's really not. Um, and so that was helpful for me. I kind of really had to reframe. I, again, said this earlier, but it was really this process of maturing how I approach journaling um, mm. from like my teenage diary, getting into like all the emotions. That the, I don't know. I just thought it was like a bigger, harder thing than it actually is. Um, and so I think that's what I would tell you is it is not a hard thing. It's really easy. And so if you were like me and thought, yeah, I see the value there. I just like don't have the time or the, the you know, I don't know how to get that done. Um, you really can do it and be successful at it. Excellent. So I think we can all agree 
that I won the journaling challenge. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It, I think it sounds like it was great for all of us. I, on, on I'll raise my yeah. hand. I, I definitely wasn't I perfect, but having a challenge was so helpful because it's hard to stay consistent. Even when you've been journaling for a lot of years like me or are just getting started like Courtney. And wherever you fall listening on the continuum of journaling, whether you've done it for years or maybe you've always been intimidated or just feel like you don't have the time, we want to make it easier for you to get started, to not be overwhelmed and to stay consistent. So you are officially invited to our journaling challenge. Courtney, do you want to give more details? Yeah. So this is basically a community-wide journaling challenge. Um, it's going to be from November 18th through the 27th. Um, so the first step is obviously to get a journal and then to join us by opting into Michael High and Company's Countdown to 2021. So this is a group um, on Facebook that you're going to get all the information on how to be part of this challenge. So you can do that at michaelhyatt.com slash countdown. Um, and again, I think that, you know, being part of a community of people that are pursuing this is really going to give you that extra, you know, kind of kickstart to installing this as something you do regularly. So the good news is you don't have to figure out how to create a journaling practice on your own, but you can actually leverage the power of our learning and join the community taking our journaling challenge. So thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. That's the word on the street. So if you are enjoying it, please share it with your friends and use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. And we will be here next week with another great episode. Until then. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Okay, this episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our new Full Focus Journal and Black Executive Pocket Planner. And after listening to this episode, you're thinking, I got to start journaling? Well, we've got them over at fullfocusstore.com.